Welcome back to Uncomfortable Truths. I um, am excited for the show we're going to have this evening because I have a set of handsome gentlemen with me today that are going to discuss a variety of things, all things hip hop. And we're going to start off with an old friend, old friend of the show, old friend for me who has encouraged me in the podcasting game, Mr. Kareem Sean Tillman. Hi, Kareem. How are you? How are you? So tell me, uh, I want to say thank you for coming in and bringing your team with you, the International Ring Supreme Show crew. So who do we have with you? I want to introduce everyone. Who's that right there? Um, In in the shot with me is Tarajay. Okay. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Who's next? Uh, Up next, we got Shave Shack Shot. Hi. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet I'm you. Good, nice to meet you. And last but not least, absolutely not. We got big school in the building. Nice, nice. First time meeting you. And aren't you happy you met me? Yes, I am. For sure. Beautiful sight. Thank you, thank you. I am a lovely sight for sore eyes, right? Right, Reen? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. But I want to say thank you and welcome, fellas, to the show. I have been wanting to have all of you on for quite some time. I am super excited when uh, Sean was going to do his own show and he took forever, I felt, getting it put together. It was driving me up the wall and crazy. And I love the collaboration. I love the um, the way you put your team together. So please tell me a little bit about all of you and your show and what your content is about. Um, Absolutely. So we are the uh, International Ring Supreme Show. Um, I, I had a couple of things going into this. Uh, first, I, I wanted to have a great hip hop podcast, and I wanted to do it with, um, with 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 my team, with the guys that I grew up with from day one. Like I, I can't get more day one than than the guys that I have. Um, so that makes things real comfortable. And I know uh, our strong points, right? For one, we're all hip hop heads. Like we are cut from the same cloth and, and have these old school ways. And what I mean by that is, it's not that we have old school ears where we can't connect to the music that's coming out today. We still play by the same rules that apply from back in the day. Like you gotta be original, you gotta be fly, you gotta be able to rock the party. You know, it's it's not based on anything really else, you know, any, any, you know, whack shit, you know, outside of that box. But, um, you know, uh, I also wanted to make sure that I had a team. Right. So myself, you know, when, when, when I'm doing whatever, but there's also my team and my team is thorough. My team is dope. You know, we, we, we all have our difference in opinions. Um, I think that makes it, you know, pretty dope. And the other thing also is that, you know, where we, we consider ourselves to be like the little brothers of hip hop. You know what I mean? You know, school, he's a couple of years older than me. Taraji is a couple of years older than me. You know, they're kind of in, 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 in the front age wise. So they they can recall a little bit more, you know, on certain details that we do talk about. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we we're all very strong black men. Fathers. We have a lot to give as far as, you know, opinion and experience, not just in hip hop, but you know, outside of that too. So, you know, if you tune into our, our, our channel, which is the Ring Supreme show on, on YouTube, you'll see that outside of our streaming platforms, we put up extra content like, oh, well, we do tales from the IRS, right? So mm-hmm. we sit there reminiscing our stories to get to know us a little bit more. Um, you know, we did a series that we call our Black Series, 
where we talked about the shooting in Kenosha and how we felt about that and you know Shave Shack Shop. Yes, yes, yes. IG and Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Master Barber by Trade. Moonlighting as a co-host podcaster at night. So, go ahead, Scoob. Where? Okay. <laughs> you got to wait your turn Thank now. You go ahead, Scoob. Well, <laughs> my bad. I'm Big Scoob. That's okay, but it's okay. They call me Big Scoob. On Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm Scooby School Saint Five. Um, mm-hmm. me, I'm just a hard worker, you know. I work at St. Cesar's home through the whole COVID thing. It was crazy. The stuff I seen was just right. it was something else and everything. But um I, our podcast is awesome. Trust me. Like we got we got we talk about different things, we got different shows on there, and you're gonna love it, you're gonna enjoy it. And let and let, yeah, my, let my we, we all have all the personalities and everything. And jokes be flying. The jokes be flying home. But, you know, my brothers, I love them to death. My heart right there. My heart and soul right there. Nice, nice. Are you going to say anything back there, Mr. Raji? Like during this right here, you meet somebody, you talk to them, let's, let's say hook up, 
mm-hmm. they was like, okay, dang, do I want to leave out? Is it good to, is it good to go out? I know, mm-hmm. they, I know they, they, they're doing dying outside, eating outside, but it's all, he it says, all about that person and everything. Right. And so, and so, and so you, you feel somewhat leery. You do, you do feel somewhat leery about, mm-hmm. about doing the face to face meet. But you got some people who say, you know what? I'm just going to do this meet. It is what it is. And let's see what happened and everything. You know, so it, it, it's, like, it's like a double edged sword. I got that. It's a double edged sword. You know, it's either you're going to do it or you're going to be nervous about doing it. Mr. Shaw, what's your opinion on that until we get everybody else back on? Uh, well, I, I think that, you know, moving forward, you know, things as we know it, you know, the norms that have, um, that have, um, we have, we have, we've abided by for so long mm-hmm. as far as you know, how to, you know, go about approaching someone or, you know, um, social media and, and all of these, um, dating sites have, have changed the way that, that dating happens, you know, or, um, old school, you know, walking up to someone seeing someone that you liked and walking up and approaching them and talking to them face to face is, is kind of mm-hmm. unheard of these days. Um, you know, a COVID approach as well. Uh, you know, I recommended that everybody, even my son, you know, he's 16. He had a, a couple of, of young ladies that he was talking to as friends and, you know, he, he chose to keep his distance and stay focused on what what was important. Um, and, uh, that's, that's, that's the main focus. Everybody out here, regardless, it's okay for you to meet somebody, right? But you have to take the proper steps, you know, which are a couple more steps than what it used to be. You know, I got to see that first off, I got to see, all right, let me, let me be honest with you. You got to take your mask off. I got to make sure you're not mask fishing me. I got to see all your teeth. Thank you, Lord. We need to have a conversation about, you know, um, your COVID status. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some exposure, what your ideas are on it. And then, you know, a lot of people are talking COVID, COVID, COVID. But let's not forget, HIV and STDs are still out there, people. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. Be aware all around. I think it's just a, a, a little more of a, a different approach nowadays. And I don't think that, you know, people, we are sexual beings, you know, men and women. And, um, you know, you might be definitely attracted to opposite sex or same sex or however, you know, there's people out there, whatever. And uh, it's just a different approach. You know, we got you got to have that conversation, make sure that everything is copacetic and, you're on the same page moving forward of how to, you know, enter a relationship or even entertain the idea of talking to someone. I think the good thing that's come from this, besides all of that other paranoia, is on the flip of the disconnect, um, you can only put on keep that other mask we used to wear in dating on for so long. You have to now use other resorts of keeping someone's attention. You know, sure. you're not going to be able to go out. You can't use your pocketbook. You can't use your looks. You can't use certain things. You have to now be totally engaging in some type of way or onto the next Zoom or onto the next FaceTime with someone else. So now it's almost like, um, what can I do to make this interesting? And I think it's making everyone's imagination have to amp up on, I met someone either before this hit or during, how do I maintain this to where afterwards we feel comfortable to connect and still have that same connection. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
because before <laughs> dating in the re- before March, dating was you know people were playing games, men and women living that fake ninety day life, men and women, and you can only maintain that for so long. Which don't make that face. You know what I mean by the fake ninety day life. You know, because you only make a lie last for so long. It can only last for so long until it just sort of comes crumbling down. But with this, the exposure is real because now you have to have real conversation. You just can't talk about certain things. You're going to have political conversation, um, health conversation. Where do you work? It's not now. It doesn't care about what you make. It's like, are you in healthcare? Cool. You 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 frontline worker, huh? So yeah, let me keep you at a distance for a little bit longer, or all those type of conversations. So you have to be more creative, I think, during this time. I think it's going to be healthier because what I've seen during this is a hell of a lot of breakups. A oh, hell of yeah. a lot of breakups being canceled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen a lot of people get married and they quarantine together. Like we met, let's quarantine together. So it's been an a different exposure of reality, I think. Either yeah, you have even more or you don't, sir. I know with some of these breakups, you got you figure when you with somebody for how many years, right? You figure how, how much time you with them throughout the day. If y'all not working, doing this, doing that, you're not together the day much for the throughout the day. Now it's quarantine, you like hers is all good. If I was like, damn, you again? What the f- go go do something. Because the reality is that now you're working from, some people are working from home. Right. And so right. now, you know, if you think, if people think about, I'm spending too much time with you, but if you, when you're a working entrepreneur or a regular, you're not really together that often. Right. Now you're together and you, and in you the same know, space. Yeah. Yeah, and you realize real quick, I don't even like you. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, I don't think you're annoying. Like you're annoying. What are you doing? Like every little thing annoys that person. Whatever you do annoys that person. We had this conversation. We had this conversation today in the barbershop, and I was telling, like, I had seen this dude like three or four days ago, and I was like, "Hey, so and so, you you back so quick?" He said, "Man, listen, I just had to get out the house, man. I I paid it." I paid her thirty-two dollars to come and sit. In here. Like, he he, you know, he came. He signed a list. Usually, you get in real quick. He took his time. He came. He drove around. He came back. He was there for like three hours. Oh damn! I understand the whole taking the, the long way home thing, but you know, I I gotta admit, uh, you you take for granted those things that you did that gave you that space in the relationship anyway. The simple things like driving to work, driving home from work, you know, maybe catching up. Maybe you had a crew that you hung out with during lunch, you know, Monday through Friday. So you you had that space, right? So now, you know, you don't really have that. Um, and, 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 you know, that also puts a shift on or, or maybe a stress on for your relationship. Um, but I, I will tell you this, man. COVID made, you know, people just really kind of while out some people reveal themselves like you said um you know a couple of my friends who are dating they're taking a real real slow approach because they they want to see how you live for real and kind of judge you from there so you know like i i'm not going to mention a name but i got a friend of mine who has like a, a small checklist and if you've gone outside so many times for his liking he's moving on 
And you know, I'm not even mad about that. With during these times right now, I'm not mad about it because in, in, to in, me, it's like, are you moving for essential reasons or just moving because you can't sit still? Well, right. Like, well, I why to you make, can't sit still for a second? Right. And I wanted to make clear of what I mean by going out. I'm not talking about going out for you know food and stuff like that. I'm yeah, no, about I get the you. Ones you Oh, right. but like, but see, like, okay, all he was saying, like me, like I'm an essential worker, so basically, I know I work in a nursing home, so I gotta right. go to work. I gotta go back, right. you know. What I'm saying? Right. And, and my brother tell you, like, I told them stories, and 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 like I said, it, it, it was crazy. It, it it was crazy. And then even going through that, it was still hard to meet somebody because it's like, even though they know I work in a nursing home, they they kind of literally like, so you ain't catching anything else, and it's like. We have, I had to wear a hazmat suit, face mask, everything from head to toe and everything. So it, it was, it was kind of, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. And the concern, I think, is also um, how your life is set up prior to. If you're someone who's single, but you have children who are young, you don't want to get your kids sick. Or you can't get sick because if you're the only source of income for your household, right. you can't risk it. So, do I want to go on a date with someone or why just sit myself down and worry about it later on? So now I think our overall concerns where we were reckless before and not realizing it, we're not reckless anymore. Take away everything else. We're just being more cautious. And also um, it exposed how people handle their money because some people learn real quick. They live in real check to check. And when they got furloughed or they couldn't go to work for so however long, and they were now living differently, having to get help differently. It exposed a lot of things. And that's an uncomfortable situation where some people were like, you know what? I can roll with this. And some were like, I am, I'm hurting. I need my check. And so that to me, again, exposed some things. And I think in relationships, if you weren't being honest, it exposed that as well. Like, what do you mean you're getting evicted? What do you mean you can't pay your bills? What do you mean you can't? What's going on? You know, so I think a lot of reality set in for a lot of us during this time. But love is still in the air. Do you think played out a lot? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. A lot of a lot of people were lying. I'm telling you right now, for in the environment that I work in and and the agencies that I deal with, people who never had to go to a food bank are going to a food bank. They're okay. now having to figure out, okay, do I buy groceries or pay for my utility bills? Do I pay this? Because people got a mortgage or rent um, grace for only until June, or I think August, or until June 30th. After that, you had to pay those bills. So a lot of times you're exposed to realizing um, if I'm no longer getting a paycheck, I have no, no cushion. You know, furlough just means I'm holding a job and you get a paycheck. And they let right. you have your medical benefits until May 30th, I want to say. So a lot of people are going through that. The only ones who still work were teachers, administrators, medical, restaurant, you know, you know those type of people. So you have people out here who realize when that, that one check didn't come through, they were hurting. And you're still trying to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make a decision. Yeah, yeah, you definitely gotta make a decision. Because right now you can't you can't use the scheme of let me go lay next to somebody and get some food. It's like, hold up, are you you got that Rona? You can't come in my space. You look like the Rona right now. You you gotta go home. 
You have to be innovative. You say, hey, look, listen, darling, let me order you some Uber Eats and we get on the Zoom and eat it together. Absolutely. So it forces Absolutely. you to be more creative. Yeah, the, uh, yeah you, you would do the, the Zoom dating. The, the Zoom I, huh? I see a lot of people, do, I see a lot of people doing, doing video dating. And everything yeah. like they're going like, like, like they're gonna buy something, they both got their food is sitting down and yeah. they get dressed up like they're going out to a dinner restaurant mm-hmm. and they sit there and have their dinner as they as they you know what I'm saying, as they chatting on live level or video chatting. Well that's a like I, I see people at a park that I jog at and they're they're doing picnics together. And I've seen people like really go all out in this picnic. They got a small mm-hmm. table, they setting up candles and they're setting up food, you know, to have a picnic at, at, at the park. I'm gonna say one thing. You gotta go do ahead. a picnic. Picnic is dope. A picnic, I, I did a picnic before and the picnic is nice. First time I did it, first time spring, I was like, yo, this is something different from me. Not, not, it was dope. So y'all bros out there, if y'all don't do picnics, when they get nice for next year, do a picnic. Trust me. So with Corona has shut down quite a few things and has changed a lot of these things, not just work and dating, but also entertainment in all areas of the entertainment industry. And I know all you lovely men focus a lot on the music industry. How have you noticed a change since um, with Corona and what's going on, a change in how music has been distributed, how people, entertainers are making their way to meet their fans where they are, and what other things have you noticed since 2020 is so crazy with music in the industry and how artists are now, you know, to me it's exposing who's really talented and who's not talented, in my opinion. You know what the, you know what they're not talented are doing? They're starting uh, only fan pages. Yeah. Listen. Shout out to, to Casanova. He's out there doing only fan pages for your money. Listen, I'm not going to knock. If I had a talent, yeah, I have an icon. Catch me on only. You got what it, you got what it uh, takes to do an OnlyFans page. I'm good. Right. I'm good. You all good. My <laughs> no, no, we're not, gonna have that, we're not gonna have that conversation. We're not gonna have that conversation. Yo, I'm saying when you look at the numbers, it's mm-hmm. real tempting. It, I mean, I I'm not knocking anyone's hustle. But you know, if you think about it, when you do a Patreon, is that like a, like a, in a nice way with OnlyFans? Hey, subscribe to my yeah. Patreon so Absolutely. you get the extra content. It's the exact same thing. When you have people pay to see what you're doing, that's extra and special. That's that's that's, that's OnlyFans. You know, so it's just. Take, so let's take a great example of a female MC. Shout out to 3D Nati. Okay, she yeah. started an OnlyFans page. She didn't do anything sexual with it. She actually did something educational with it about taking your, your your money that you hustle with, investing into it. And I'm not sure how this whole ranking thing goes on OnlyFans because I don't I don't rock with that. But mm-hmm. her achievement was she ranked like number three in their rankings for her her content. So shout out to her. You don't just have to strip and you know do what what you do to be on OnlyFans and still be right. hip hop and be dope. I think a lot of artists right now who are using it and it's not like you said, it's not the sexual side of it, but unfortunately because media loves to sensationalize and loves the negative and loves the clickbait. 
when you think OnlyFans, you think back, you think of the back page, you think of like those type of things, and you're thinking it's going to be something different. And then you have folks who are like, who paying for that? Probably you are. Are you talking about it? You know so much about it. Even if they're not, somebody else definitely is. So why knock it? Because if they're making money off of it, they're I mean they're making long money off of it. Someone paying for it. Damn good money off of it. What what was that? uh, What was the other girl name? She was cool with uh with uh, um Kanye old girl. Which one of Kanye old girls? (laughs) The bald head one. Amber Rose. Oh Amber Rose. Yeah. What was Amber Rose friend? The one that got the baby by Tiger. Oh, she was her name. I don't know. I forgot her name. I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about. I forgot her name. China. Yeah, yeah. Tiger got a baby. Black China. You talking about? Yeah. Black China. Rob Kardashian as well. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I knew it was all family tied and crazy, right? They all. She's making millions of dollars every month from OnlyFans. Millions every month. And it's like cheap. Some things are like five dollars subscription. The thing about it is, a lot of people just want to see a train wreck. It's not that they really want to see her; they want to see the train wreck. They want to see her mom act crazy. They want to see foolishness. So people love if it's positive. You rarely hear about it. I have I have never heard openly the positive side of OnlyFans by entertainers. You only hear the negative. Cardi B has one right now, and she told yeah. my friend, "I'm not doing anything." Sexual is gonna be the extra stuff that I'm not, I'm not gonna put on Instagram anymore. Right. You know, it's like because it's a safer bet in some people's opinion. But I'm not going to knock anyone's hustle to get their money because right now, you know, mm-hmm. if your talent is limited, you need to go to OnlyFans sometimes. I'm just school, how many how many OnlyFans uh, pages you subscribe to, school? No, come on now, come on. Bro, you know me. I never did. That's why I'm a cowboy fan. I don't start, I don't start the cowboy fan page. I don't start none of that. I really don't. They have an OnlyFans cowboy page? I'm just saying. There was oh. one, but they probably do have one. I don't subscribe to it. Like That's not me. But I, how I can't, has like, everything changed, though? I guess we'll subscribe to it. How has entertainment changed, though, this year, y'all? What have you oh. noticed? Oh, it's just crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Concerts and tours. Uh, Videos. Everything. Not, all that is different. You're not getting nothing but streaming services. Movie studios shut down. Yep. So, you know, acting gigs is done for a lot of rappers out there that's, that's acting. Shout out to Method Man. Um, he, he's on power, you know, doing his doing thing. thing power. You know, um, it's it's. You know, it, there's a flip side to it, right? Because you'll see that there's been an increase in streaming because, you know, artists are still putting music out. And to be honest, it's, it's a great time to do that because so many of us is, you know, got so much time on our hands, really. And, and even if you don't, we don't have that much in the entertainment, right? So now you're seeing even movies coming out. I heard through the grapevine that Eddie Murphy's uh, Coming to America too. It's going directly to Amazon. Yeah, they sold it to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, wow. So, it'll come out in December. What, what I've seen, um, shout out to Jim Jones. Uh, what I've seen him doing, which is really smart, they're calling it Quarantine Studios. So you could get with Jim Jones, Cameron, Jewels. Um, shout out to um, 
couple of other artists get together and basically you can pay for them to do like a, a voiceover or a shout out or mix or, or, or to um, post your mixtape. So I thought that was real smart because it's still a way of doing business. It's still a way of making money and we ain't got to be in the studio together to do it. Let me ask you this, all of you. So what I've noticed, the ones who have always used social media as their platform have been doing very well. Like the comedians, you have like Kev on stage who has social distancing comedy coming out every Friday. Every He has it streaming. You go to a location, you can buy tickets online and watch it. Or you go there, it's only like 15 people and he is streaming you comedy shows. Like he has you pay for, I mean, so he's always used social media as his medium for distribution. So it never, he never skipped a beat. The comedians need the comedy arena. They need the clubs. And when those shut down, they had to figure out what to do. And I think when people are extremely talented, they didn't, this didn't bother them at all. And to me, it exposed true talent. You've had concerts online. Now you know who really can sing, who can't sing. For sure. Uh, Oh I'm, yeah, oh yeah. It's it's obvious. Um, then you have the verses that uh, who is it? Timberland and uh, yeah, they're doing that, yeah. and that's been great. You learn who know technology, who don't. Lord Jesus. Um, but I think <laughs> when it comes to it, people have who are always used social media in some type of way did it picked up really quickly, no problem. And those who really aren't that talented, who relied on studios and all these things, they don't know what to do with themselves. You know, I, I, I definitely big you up for, for mentioning all those things. And to be honest, you know, I, I think it's hip hop is a very innovative culture. Okay. You know, um, you got to think about it. You know, this culture was built on kids in, a, in the hood who had absolutely nothing and wanted to have a good time. It didn't turn into something cool to do. Then it turned into something being competitive. And then it turned into a business, right? So we all about making something out of nothing to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I, I really want to pick up the DJs. Like, shout out to D-Nice and Maceo and Ninth Wonder and Jay Period. Um, DJ Scratch, DJ Good Grief. Shout yeah. out to my man Shout right here in right? And um, the reason why I want to pick them up is because they hopped on the Instagram, jumped on live, and used the used this tool that was never even designed to be used in this way to begin with. So now, you know, four, five, six months later, they're trying to figure out how to how to regulate the music being streamed over this portion of their platform now because it wasn't meant to do because hip-hop came through was like nah we got to keep this going you know we got to keep the vibes going we got to keep the music going d nice went from having i think like a hundred thousand followers to doing a million in a, in a night everybody from oprah to michelle obama is is watching him and having a good time with him so, you know, whether you're a DJ, whether you're a a, 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 a dancer and, and, you know, you're a B-boy, B-girl, or even in art, you know, I, listen, I started, shout out to Big Wall Decor, I started buying art like it was going at its style, because now I'm 
I'm in my house so much. I, I needed to have some flavor and have some vibes. My bedroom got to be different than my living room. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know, even Shaw, Shaw started picking up different pieces and, and decorating his home. Shaw, you sleepy? You okay? I'm good. I'm hanging in I'm there. worried about you. I'm worried about you. So <laughs> let me ask y'all this. With everything going on in entertainment and everyone, we've been home and the runaway from information cannot be done. So, you know, before COVID, you can get in your car and roll away from the news. You can just change the channel. You can hang out. So now we're all sitting down and everything is in front of us. And we're much, I think now we're more aware. We're more um, focused on different issues that are happening around the world. And I think a lot of us who may have been judgmental are no longer judgmental, are a little bit more understanding. So when it comes to entertainment and the art and the artists, how easy is it for you to separate what the art is versus the artist personally? There's been a lot of artists in the past two years, be it actors, actresses, music, that, you know, their personal lives have been exposed. We've noticed some things. We probably already knew some things. And beforehand, it was brushed off, but now it's not. And now a lot of people are getting canceled. Their music is getting removed from streaming services, shows getting removed. How easy is it for you, or do you agree with connecting the two and once they're done, they're done, or still acknowledging the art that they've produced and not the person. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow, mic drop. Silent. That's a good one. Mm. Um, okay. Sha, you've been quiet. Go ahead. I feel I, I just felt like that was like a paragraph of questions. <laughs> this is what I do. This is what I do. Reem should have warned me. This is what I do. Yeah, he she should have. Um so I mean I I like I say when you talk about creativity and we talk about streams, right? Um definitely even with the podcast, we thought it was a great time to be able to put out as much content as possible. Because a lot of people are sitting around uh, either doing nothing or at home, stuck at home. Um, and I feel like artists have had to do the same thing. Um, you mentioned concerts. There was one one DJ in particular uh, in Miami. He did an outside show. Um, and he had everybody that was, he, everybody was in, came outside from the buildings and was on their balcony and was just rocking out to this massive show. Um, and it just shows that, you know, regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of what's going on in the world, um, people still want to have fun and, and listen to music and, and, and allow it to be an escape to the reality of the, that they face on a, on a daily basis. So um, it, it's, it's, it's all unfolding. You know, and we talk about how the corporate world is changing. Um, all of the, everybody working from home remotely now. And, uh, you know, what's, what's that new to bring? When you look at um, foundation of um, American history and, and the corporate foundation, it, it, this is the first time in history that it has ever had to change in such a way. 
So I'm interested to see how that's going to unfold. And um, as far as music goes, uh, I, I, I wonder how uh, these concerts are going to happen now. You know what I mean? Are, you, are we going to have virtual concerts? Why not? Yes. They work? Yes. Yes. But I'm saying more more so leaning to that and not having, you know, the physical concerts anymore. You know, so that's something that we, we have to think about as well. But so I want you're not going to escape the question that I asked you, though. So what I asked you was, <laughs> what I asked you was, um, do you feel we should separate the art from the artist? Example, R. Kelly. We are not going to deny his songwriting ability, his talent. Like, I mean, we're all of a certain age, I assume. Right. So we grew up on R. Kelly. I'm probably older than some of you on here. Um, we all grew up with R. Kelly. We were locked in the closet with him. Like, we waiting for all chapters 15, 16, and 17. Like, let's talk about it. What's going on? Um, but yet, his personal life, which we all knew about, we heard about it for decades. We still listened. So now that everyone's aware of it, we all pull back as if we didn't listen. But there's still some there's still some bangers that we, we all like. There's something that all of us like in some kind of way. And we have gotten to the point where we're afraid to acknowledge, I still like that song, though, because we're getting attacked by society. So Bill Cosby, he's in jail. The man's almost 90. But he has been an activist, a revolutionary, a producer. He's written movies, him and Sidney Poitier. You can't deny what he did back then and all the jobs and the creative scholarships. But when he got accused, they ripped his name off of buildings. They took his name off of scholarships, but yet they kept the money. Right? Right. And they pulled all his shows. All his shows that were in syndication got pulled. It just got added back. All of it got pulled. So do we separate the art from the artist and say, look, yeah, that's what he did in his personal life, but why should we punish Felicia Rashad for her performances? Why should we punish, you know, everyone who was part of that for what he did? So I'm asking you all, how do you feel about separating the work from the personal? Some things you can't separate. If your job directly is some shady shit in your, yeah. in your job and your work, but how do you separate the two? Mm. I don't. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I will, if if I was in the mood to listen to some R. Kelly, I would listen to R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, I know I, I I don't agree with anything he did. Before we get any further, I don't agree with a thing he did because I myself have a daughter, and I will somebody. We I think I like orange. I, we have, we have to wear orange. Somebody did that to my daughter. Mm-hmm. So. I totally disagree with what he did. And um, so, yeah, I still listen to R. Kelly. I will listen to R. Kelly from the new Bill Cosby. Love the Cosby show. Showed, showed, showed black excellence, if, you, if, you, if I can say that. It showed black colleges, led to a different world, which showed more black colleges, which one, which one of us made us have an interest in going to colleges like Spelman, Morehouse. Right. You know what I mean? So, that, look. They are wrong. Put Bill Cosby on the air. Keep Bill Cosby on the air. We need shows like The Cosby Show. Because they show black excellence. And the black full household where there was mother and father. 
You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. Shout out to Chris Khan for that one because uh, Esther Rowe would not get on the screen without a father in the house. She made y'all boys put a black man in the house. So shout out to Esther Rowe and Good Time. Uh, that's, a fun fact. that's real. That's, that's true. That's real. Mr. Right. Sean, I want to hear your response. You're going to answer this question. Yeah, sure. I, I would love to hop in. Um, I'm a fan of George Michael. Uh, mm, may God bless too. his soul. Me too. And, um, yeah. you know, he came out, obviously, you know, with a group. I was wild young at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom used to uh, used to rock out to one of his records, and that's how I got to learn who he was. Um, you know, I like Faith. I like uh, one of my favorite songs from him is um, I'll Be Your Father. That, that is the jam. Yeah. That goes hard. Yeah. 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 I had the tape on rotation, the cassette tape on rotation. This whoever's watching this, listen to cassette tape. Haven't heard that song. Believe me, you have. You just didn't know who it was. I'm old. Um, I would later find out that you know he was gay, he was homosexual, and when I did, you know, it was nothing because I appreciated what he did as an artist. And that's one of the things that leads me outside of hip hop, um, because you know, like with EDM or with house music, they don't even put themselves on the cover. They let the music speak for itself. You know what I mean? Like I could be listening to a mass murderer for all of I know. I have no idea because if this dude does go down, I'm never gonna, you know, I'm never gonna know his name. You know what I'm saying? So can we separate the art from the artist yeah we could if we wanted to depending on who you are now if i was a a a, a, I would dare say a germaphobe but if i had some uh if i had something against gay people you know maybe i I would have felt some kind of way when i did find out about him or other artists that i really did you know what i'm saying but that's not how i get down it's not the way that i was raised and you know i i can separate that so you know, we don't, we don't know what bones are in people's closets until they come out. But when they're exposed, do you do you um, then think of them differently and now reject everything they everything they've created, or do you just reject Man. the person and still acknowledge um, the work that was done? We still listen to Rick James. and he burnt up Pauline and Marie. Huh? Go ahead. Listen, I'm calling out artists that I probably shouldn't be calling out, but, you know, listen, man, Rick James was a dope head. Abusive. Then Ashford used to beat on Simpson. Ike was beating on Tina. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know these things was happening. These names go on and on and on. Hell, Faith beat up whatever little... No, it wasn't Kim. It wasn't Kim. But... She beat up whoever was in the hotel with, with Big, and they stayed together, right, to right. keep it back in the hip-hop. So- yeah, listen, what? I want to take this point just before before I, I, it slips my mind real quick. Listen, so I think it's, it, it's a very important part. So like you say, Bill Cosby, right? He's a, He was an actor. So mm-hmm. are we looking at his work as an actor versus his action as a person, you know what I mean? Like you look at, you know, we had a um, an episode on this where we talked about Jam Master J and, you know, all of his accolades all the way up to, you know, to this day, 
you know, finding out that he was uh, murdered in um, like a drug case. So, you know, I and this is my this is my personal take on it. I can't not take away somebody's accolades for something that they've done after or even or even while because that doesn't take away from their art form and the artists that they are. It just it just um, shows a poor decision making on their personal effort, not an artistic level. Let me ask this question when and I fully agree with you on that. And I I'm able to separate the two. Like, mm. I'm not going to take away the work that was put in and what I got from it. You know, I'm going to acknowledge the work if they and, you know, and I think it's we're, we're a society of situational. We, we pick and choose who we cancel, who we forget and push aside and who we do not. Right. right. I think before social media, we were much more forgiving because you didn't, it wasn't in your face. Now we're at a point where we're bullying each other to think the same way in every area. Like, oh, you, you don't agree? You you gonna listen to it? So now we're like, well shit, should I hide in the closet and listen to the stuff? Or should I do I have to go out against it? If I don't say anything, why aren't you speaking up against it? If you don't, if you do say something, you're saying it wrong. I think it's gotten to the point where, yeah, I'm not going to con- I'm not going to condone foolishness like Weinstein sexual harassing and part of all these sex trafficking things. I'm not going to condone it. That's some sick shit. Then pull every movie Weinstein financed. Pull it. But have they pulled it? They have they ain't gonna pull that. They, they, they're not gonna pull that. They're gonna let it rock. They're gonna let it rock. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not and I'm not condoning it. And then then you have folks saying, well the victim I okay, I'm not taking away from the victim what they've been through and what's going on. What I'm saying is you can't be selective in how you, if you're going to erase, erase everything. Take everything away. Don't pick and choose. We want statues pulled down. Okay. But the, but the history of it's still there. You see what I'm saying? So you have to pick and choose certain things. You can't just tear down this one, but not tear down that one. You can't condone and taint this person and lock them up and say everything, everything they've done is just trash when that's not reality. We all gain yeah. something at some point in time from it. You know, when the whole thing came out about Bill Cosby, I was hoping that the whole thing about Woody Allen would, would resurface. You know? It did, but no one did anything about it. Well, I mean, there, there's nothing you really can do. I mean, he married her. him all you want. Yeah, you know, but, married but, her. But it is. He married you know, her. Yeah. 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 Let me be petty. For those who don't know about Woody Allen, he molested and married his stepdaughter. Yes. Nasty. Well, well, if you let them tell it, nothing happened until after she was 18 years old. Yeah, right. After you finished raising that's, what they, that's what they say. But either way it goes, that's the daughter of your adopted daughter of your wife, your partner, because they never, him and Mia Farrah never got married. And when she turned a certain age, you left Mia and you married this young girl. And no one's and people still want to be in his movies, still want to be in anything he writes, they want to go there. It's a double standard, and it's crazy. It's like if it was if it's Bill Cosby, oh, he's horrible. We did was wrong, Stanford, he's disgusting. This right. brother here, they're like, oh, well, it wasn't like say it wasn't that bad, or it happened on no later on down the line. And it's 
it's just crazy how you pick like you pick and shoes. Yeah, pick and choose yeah. who to tear down, who to tear down. Yeah, but you know what though? I feel like I feel like this. I feel like when it's a star or somebody that's famous, it's more of a shock value. Like, oh my gosh, it lasts for a little bit, but normal people are going through this all the all the time. And Every day. I'm like, yeah, I and so what's the difference that they're a celebrity? You know, and, and that they that they're in a public eye and they shouldn't be a human or make mistakes or make bad choices. Everybody does. But at the end of the day, who's to ridicule who more so a celebrity than a regular person? Do you think it's because we idolize celebrities so much? I think because that we're, looking at, we're looking for celebrities <laughs> to be our mentors, our we want them to do everything. Right. Or you do being perfect. Like they, they say who's celebrity, you're perfect. You do nothing wrong. Yeah, and little, you, little, like, some celebrities look me getting frustrated, like, yo, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm human. I do fuck up. I don't look at no celebrity. I don't know, look at no celebrity as being perfect. At the end of the day, you put your pants on just like you put my pants on. At the end, you know what I'm saying? So you you might be at a different place or, or, or more in the public light, but at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not starstruck by any celebrity. Okay. And I've met and, and I've met and I've met a couple in my time. I met a couple. I, I was arms on with Guru. I met Fat Joe. I met Nelly. I met Ja Rule. Um, like and these people dance with my mom. Like you know, what I'm saying at a family party. So I'm not, you know, it never never really phased me like that. Yo, speaking about that, you know, uh, your your cousin been putting pictures up over the last couple of days, looking like a whole meal, bro. Yo, listen, man. Watch your mouth, man. Talk to me nice. He wants he wants he wants to bring on my cousin. My cousin's a Shanti. And that's the first time I ever said it in any years like that to, to anybody. And we on we on live, we on recording podcast right now. But that's my cousin. Big up to her. Big up to her She's sister. Beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, sweet sixteen. What are you mumbling in the background? <laughs> I said I remember us being at her sweet sixteen. Oh yeah, yeah I remember you us know, being. She's that, gorgeous. That. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. So let's 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 segue into something a little bit different then. The um, the tension or the differences in how music industry has treated female artists versus male artists. Like to me, men get away with over-sexualized lyrics sometimes and content. But then when we put it out, which I mean, we've been doing it forever, the wordplay has been there forever. It's just totally different. Why is that? Why do you think you are so mad about when women speak freely about sexual things and then when men do it, it's ignored? I just, I just want to be clear of, of who. Who's the who are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just asking overall. You know it's out there. I'm asking the question. No, I, I do, but the way that you set the question who, 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 up, it, 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 it seemed like you were coming from a business industry standpoint so from the business side of it they don't care all these artists are getting screwed anyway when they sign these contracts whether right. you male or female that, that paperwork is, is what's pimping you at the end of the day so that doesn't matter so 
from a from a corporate money making standpoint, they don't care what you're saying anymore. If it's mystical saying it or if it's Cardi B saying it, exactly. Right, you get three sixty off top anyway. The first deal you sign is going to be that. So you know, outside of that, now let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about the public. It's okay. the public yeah. who's throwing all the 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 gas and the fire for this. And to be completely honest with you, I don't. The problem that I have, male or female, I want to be super clear about this, is not the content, it's the station that plays it. Because when me and my team was coming up and Little Kim put out a single, what we heard on the radio was much different than what we heard on yeah. the album. That's true. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We had to learn the whole song by the time we got the team. Yeah. <laughs> So take me back to that, okay? Because we came up on hip hop, we came up on reggae, we came up on freestyle, we came up on salsa, merengue, you know, I all of that. And in the alternative, alternative, you know what I'm saying? We came, we came up, up on rock, everything, sexy dance, and all of that. You know what I mean? So we don't got a problem with the content. We always we we salute Foxy Brown. We salute. Um, Lil Kim for blazing the trail for the Armani Caesars and the Rhapsodies and the, and the Shade Noirs of, of, of the day. You know what I'm saying? Talk your shit. We, we about that. But right. from everyone else, I can't really speak on it. Okay. Anyone else want to speak on it? No opinion? I'm- they I all mean, crazy. I, I know. I, I know for a fact when when Lady said when, when when Kim came out and when she threw her wordplay, shut the made made mouth drop. Mouth was dropping like, "Yo, she said this. She did yeah. that. She yeah. said she going to do this to who and when? Absolutely. Where is she mm-hmm. at? Cause I ain't gonna outline front. it out. Outline it out. I was like, "Yo, where's she at? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like yeah. the things you were hearing. It, 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 yeah. But then you know what I'm saying? it was like, you know, she's spitting she spit them, them fireball. Even with Foxy, I'm like, damn, sexy chocolate saying, what? She doing who and who and where? How? Where she? That's why my other show is Dane with his name. You know, I grew up during that era. That was my, that was what I grew up listening to. So it didn't bother me when I, it doesn't bother me when I hear certain things. It doesn't because I'm like, I'm, it doesn't bother me. It's like, that's not new. Nothing is brand new. Nothing's original. So I have a very- to me, though, the issue that I have with it, though, with mm-hmm. newer artists who come out with that kind of content, it's you can do it so much more sexier and different. You know what I mean? Than just being blatant in your face. But I'm still not going to knock your hustle because that's what they want mm-hmm. right now. So do your thing. Because it's not going to. I just turn the channel because it's not what I listen to. Right. It doesn't bother me. But I will admit when I heard certain songs, I'm like, just the beginning hook. I'm like, I grew up listening to that stuff. You know, you. Yeah, that's you know you you re- you reminisce on that, yeah. but you know the wordplay been there forever. It's just I think it's interesting how we're all clutching our pearls. I always you know what I mean about content and what they're saying. When it's like that's not brand new. I have a very imaginative mind. Um, when I really sat down to listen to WAP, um, I, I I was happy about the record. I didn't feel. <laughs> I, I didn't feel I wasn't qualified to do anything that that, that was in them lyrics. So I was very happy. Um, I, I thought it was going to be real dope. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Like, wow. Hear that. 
So let me say one thing on, on, on female rappers. So I think that there's a stereotype and it always been, uh, you know, men get away with certain things that women can't do. And when, when these, when these female rappers came out and, you know, they, um, shocked the world with what it is that they were exactly, they were saying, um, I liked it. I liked that it was raunchy. I liked that it was hard. I liked that it was like, you know, a bolder side of a woman coming out, taking charge, you know what I'm saying? And, um, a lot of people, you know, it's a, it's a hard place for a woman in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? We all know that. It's a hard place for a woman in hip hop. And you know what I'm saying? When we look at Foxy Brown, Little Kim, you know, the brat, um, Heather B, um, Rod Digger, um, ooh, MC Light. Um, that's a goal, right there. There's so many others that I'm missing right now, but that's just off the top of my head. When you look at their place in, in hip hop, whether they're sprinkled through or uh, you sprinkle through in times of hip hop or more relevant one per se or other. Um, I think that they all contrib- contribute to hip hop and, and, and have and contend with some of the best men that are out there. Right. One people who didn't flourish. Well, I, I appreciate y'all. You wanted a bill. Yeah, Trina, bro. I did. I did. Trina, yeah. I wanted to win. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, bro. I think the biggest thing is, you know, and this is just, I'm not saying all, this is just my opinion. You have, society wants women to be this delicate, quiet thing, but yet behind closed doors, you want something totally different. And so when, and, and I think some men, I'm not going to say all, like the idea that they taught us something. That is that we have no idea, and you taught us all these wonderful things. And reality is, some of us are just, you know, I mean, you ain't taught us anything, and you know, we're we're talented individuals, and we're gonna talk about it, and we can we can talk about it and make your toes curl, which is our words. And some people are uncomfortable with the fact that how dare you, as a woman, speak about these things openly? Well, why not? Why should it? Why should I? Why can't I say it? Why can't I speak about it? Why is it an issue? And yeah, why yeah. is it I think about it that I'm thought of differently? You, you know, have, huh? You have, you have, you have, as as a person, you know, forget as a human, not a man or a woman. You have the right to say or to say whatever it is that you need to say, and your opinion mm-hmm. is, is your opinion. You know, if we walked around caring about what other people thought about us or what they cared about what we said, where would we be? We wouldn't be on the podcast. It wouldn't be, wouldn't be no team right now. We all be like, you asking you asking these questions that that you know we having some great conversation. They're general questions, but they might um, we have some some insight. We might have some insight, but the way that we think is a little bit different from average men that you know you probably used to dealing with, or you know, you know, whatever. But it's just it's just, it's just a different approach. You know, what I mean, we're a little more. No, it's not that. Um, it's not that at all. I just, you know, one thing about me, I can be very neutral and hear all sides of things. You know what I mean? And who I deal with or have in my life or whatever, I've seen it said 
it's amazing what triggers people and the reality of people's honesty. You may think somebody thinks a certain way and then one thing triggers is like, really, that's how you really think about it. I like to have the conversations to see where your mind is, where, where you're coming from. I'm not going to judge if you think differently about it. That's that's your mindset. That's what you think. So what? I, on the other hand, think one way. Someone may think something totally different. I think the reality is I never assume anyone will is going to think the way I think. And you'll be surprised what people... As you age, you go through life or whatever, how your mind changes. I'm not the same person I was in my 20s and what I thought about musically and and everything. And I think that society has built a um, bubble of fear to where we tend to follow instead of be independent in our thinking, a lot of us. And then the reality is, you know, what's the big deal? If you don't like it, change the channel. It's It's not your jam. It's not your thing. You can't look for celebrity to be your your mentor or your idol for your children or anyone else, then you need to monitor those things. I know my parents monitor what I listened to. And even then I did what I wanted to do and it didn't, didn't cause me any harm, but it's nice to have the conversation to see the, that, that there's more people who think that way than not. And if you look at media, they'll tell you everyone thinks this one. That's not even true. That's not the reality. That's why we need to have these conversations. Go ahead, Reem. You know, if I go for a quick second, you know, again, Damn. I've grown up with these guys. Um, I know them intimately. And I'm thinking that we all come from very strong black women. You know what I mean? Our, our mom, our very strong personality, very strong will. And I'm not going to sit here and say that any of, of our mothers would have wrote whack. Right, but you know they 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 were always very strong in their opinion and in their place in our family, um, and I, and and I think that says enough. So you know, like Sha said, you're not dealing with you know typical guys who don't allow uh, space for opinion and for conversation if, if for you to just be you i think that's one of the things that really helps us to lock in the people that we decide to bring into our circle is you know like like you said earlier that 90 day mask you know we we all pretty much have a personality where we try to take that mask off of you in the, in the first you know as soon as we can basically yeah. like it's not like a, a breaking you down we just want to know which, who you are, what you about, and you know if we can rock with you, and if we can, great, and if we can't, great. You know, at least we know, and we're not going to waste that time. So, you know, I, I want to give our, our our moms a big up for you know being dope, being strong, and being encouraging, and having the courage to not only be that way in the home, but to be that way out in the street. You know, I I wouldn't say anything out of pocket to Rosetta. Or, 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 or anyone else, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, like what you said is true. It's like, you know, everybody' moms is our mom. You know, it was no, I went, I, I went, to, we went to Shaka. His mom is our mom. Yes, mom. No, mom. Always straight. Yes, mom. No, mom. I was kidding. Yes, mom. No, mom. It's it, it been times with me, with me and Kareem got broke on. But things we did by his mouth. We boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. 
But you know, but that's the love respect we have for each other moms and everything. And it definitely runs deep. Like, you know what I'm saying? Their their moms is my mom. That's beautiful. Don't speak to my phone. Hey ma. How you doing, ma? What's going on, ma? Listen, get ready. Thanksgiving time. Bring the flowers. I'm gonna be there, bro. I'm gonna be there. Well, I will say I've been really enjoyed um, talking to all of you. And if you want to turn the tables and ask me any questions, you are welcome to. If not, I will not hold you any longer. Anything going once, going twice. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. One at a time. Go ahead, Shy. I'll let you go first. Let me go first. So You're quiet now. Since you 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 are you are a, a a a very seasoned and intellectual woman. And I have to ask you from your standpoint, you know, relationship. You, you know, you dibble and dabble in that, right? Yes, I dibble and dabble in relationships. <laughs> you dibble and dabble, you're right. I so, dibble and dabble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you dibble and dabble. So I just want I just want you to take from a woman a woman's point of view. Um okay. if perhaps, right, mm-hmm. you're not receiving exactly what it is that you want from mm-hmm. your partner. Mm-hmm. Um and and it could it, it, it could have to do with uh life changes or you know, you're at one place in life and they're at another place in life. Um, is there a window that you would give someone to get their stuff together to then um, be ready to deal with you? Oh, I hate the word deal with because that just seems like you have no choice. But I get you. I get you. I get you. No, no, no. I get you. Coexist. I get. No, I understand you. No, I just, I just, you know, to me, when people use the word Dealing with, it seems like you have no choice when we all have a choice to be in this or not. You know, dealing is, man, I got no choice. You deal with shit at your job. I don't have to deal with a damn person. You know what I mean? None of us do. Um, To me, to answer that question depends on, have I communicated to you what my wants and needs are? So for me, I have to have the convo with myself. Okay, Arlene, have you actually told this person what you need, because I don't believe in reading minds. I'm not, you, I can't read yours. You can't read mine. And I feel that as you're getting to know someone, you have to communicate experiences and what, what you think your needs and wants are. Also, I don't believe every relationship is the same. If I'm with you or Reem or Taraji or Scoob, it's different because you bring something different. So I can't, I can't mold relationships the exact same way. So for me, I don't believe in timetables or here's your 90 days to tell me to give me what I want if I never communicated it. So if I feel I'm not being fulfilled in a way, I am the one to say, and I don't let things drag out. I'm not going to let you, I'm not walking around, I'm walking on my lip, vex. I'm going to say, Liz, I don't feel as if I'm getting, this is going, this is equally being given. I'm giving you what you need, yes or no. I'm not getting what I need. If you recognize it, we had the conversation. You say you want to work on it, then I'm done. I'm going to let you work on it. I'm not going to keep bringing it up. I'm not going to keep saying, you said no. But then if it keeps happening where I'm not fulfilled, then I'm going to say, listen, I'm really not being fulfilled right now. So we need to make a decision on, I need to make, I need to make a decision now if you're the person who can fulfill me in that way. 
Now, mm. granted, I have to also recognize you can't fill all my needs. So right. what are my needs that are lacking that I, let's be real, you know, and I'm not really a, a clingy, needy individual that way. So it depends on have I really communicated to you what they are and have I been honest? That's what I mean by that mask. Lots of times women um, play the role and we're all the things you that you want. We, we're a chameleon. He, I know what he wants. He likes, I'm going to be that. And then when we get you, sometimes it changes. And you're like, who the hell is this woman? How about who this woman, right? So I'm the same person from beginning to end. Reem can tell you I'm the same person from the time you meet me. So I have to let you know what I, who I am. And as those things come about, I like it, I don't. And then if I'm not feeling fulfilled, I'm letting you know ahead of time. So, I mean, there's no time frame, but at least if, I, if you're trying, you're trying. But also, why are you not feeling them? Are you working a lot? Is something going on with you? Sometimes what you want just can't be done right now because hell, life is happening. Did I answer your question? I hope I did. You did I like this? I like your I like your perspective. You're kind of on the same note. You look real sleepy. Next Me? question. Yeah, you look real sleepy. <laughs> Who has a question for me before we go? You got one scoop? Um, she answered it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm like. Interesting right, question. So I, I got cut off, right? I'm, I'm not sure if this was the question, but I always wanted to kind of get this opinion. Um, a lot of times men have to feel like we can afford you. Is that true or false? That you, a lot of times men feel they have to be able to afford us. Yes. Is that, Is that true, true or false? false? That men feel that way? No, 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 no. Okay. no. That we have to be able to afford you. Okay, who's thinking that though, men or women? The, the men is thinking. So this guy is is down, Scooby, okay? Right? Um, okay. You know, he 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 ain't got no car. His job ain't the best job in the world, and he doesn't feel like he he doesn't have the confidence. He feels intimidated because you know he feels like he can't afford to be with this girl. Well, is that's that really false, is that a is that a false you know thing to have in his head? Well, uh, okay, the, okay. So that's not really a question for me because I can't answer that for that man. You know what I mean? So if it, in society, unfortunately, men are taught that you have to protect and take care of. So, and women are taught to be taken care of. You know what I mean? No matter what. So if a man is not happy with himself initially where he's at financially or his career, no matter if I'm telling you, baby, it's okay. No matter what I say, he's not going to be happy. You can be confident as shit working at McDonald's and I don't even know that you, you know, whatever. It doesn't, it's really up to him, his confidence. If you feel money is going to make me happy, that's, that's your flaw, not mine. And no matter what I say to you, it's not going to change that. Unfortunately, in the Houston area, you know, pocketbooks would lead the way if you're pretty chick she can be a pissy ass attitude awful in bed but she's cute he wants her her arm because she's an arm she's a trophy piece and she wouldn't because he he's spending that money you know that's why they don't care about those things you know so I, that's really hard for me to answer okay i, I can feel that I'll let, I'll, I'll let that go in the meantime my mm-hmm. next question is would you please follow taraji on twitter he needs all the help he can get 
I am following him on, tw- on, oh, on Twitter. I am following him on Twitter. And Facebook and Instagram. The only one I'm not following, I think, is Scoop. I didn't, I don't, I, I didn't, I don't know how I'm following you. But I'm following yeah, please, um, all that. Follow me. Please follow me. I appreciate it. I okay. really What is your <laughs> handle? What's your handle? Scooby School 75 all together. Twitter too? Twitter? No. Twitter, you know, I'm, I'm not on Twitter. I, I, I get my Twitter game up. My Twitter game is horrible. My Twitter game is I am I am a piss poor Twitter person as well. I do most like Instagram. Instagram, Instagram, no problem. My Twitter game is off. Instagram, no problem. My Any Instagram other questions? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm good giving y'all free. I'm early. It's been real transparent. 2020. So if you have anything, <laughs> <laughs> nope, nothing. I'm Yo, what's your top five? Top five, what sweetheart? MCs. You know, I don't know because I'm not really into music like that. I'm sorry. I'm not. I listen to it. I love it, but I don't, I don't even buy music. So, so I'm an old school reggae so chick. I was, I was back in the day in Jamaica, Jamaica, I, and the road and stuff I like that. I got you on that. What's your top? What's your What's your top five reggae artists? Not love reggae. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Oh my god, I don't know. Like. I miss Lady Shaw, um, uh, Buju, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's his name? Chance or Choice? Sham, Baby Sham. Well, Sham and not Baby Sham. I like him. Wayne Wonder. Okay. You know. All right. I'm waiting for one more. I'm waiting for one more. Oh God, one more. It better. It better be. I'll tell you. Who it, who it better be? Jack Cure. Why I got to be Jack Cure? I'm, I'm coming for you. One of the greatest reggae artists. Why I got to be Jack Cure? Technically, it. my people is more soca. So, I mean, I mean reggae is a Jamaican you, thing. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm more soca. I'll let you have that. Um, huh? What's that, that song? Huh? I'm going I'm going Buju. You know that song? Them Which doesn't have nothing good to say. The Max Demos questions. Where you going? <laughs> yeah. Where you from? Where yeah. your mother? When last you been home? Yeah. All right. But I really don't buy music. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I don't. And I love music, but I don't I don't know why I don't buy music or even but I don't even play it much. Hmm? I think Scooby was giving give his top five reggae. Go ahead, Scooby. I'm sorry. No, I said, it's good that you like reggae because I'm like. Oh no! I was saying it's dope that you like reggae. Cause me, when it comes to reggae, I like the old school. I'm more of a Buju, Shabarang, Supercat, Bounty Killer, uh, Red Rat, Yellow Man. No, I'm 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 on even ain't gonna fret, I, even even I put Mavado in that cat because when Mavado sings, he got he got an old school soul when he when he, when he sings his joint and everything. Oh, wow. So I, I didn't put Mavado in that cat. I mean, because my family's from the Caribbean, so like, my dad's from Trinidad, my mom was from St. Lucia, St. Croix, so that was my upbringing. So growing up, for me, I heard a lot of reggae and soca in the house. You heard some bangers. You heard some in the house back. Yeah, I mean, old records. I mean, old you heard some bangers then. Some real so, yeah. So I, and then I used to go out way too young using my sister's <laughs> ID, going out to the clubs and you know, we don't go out to the, we don't leave the house to go out till 10 o'clock. You know, for the Caribbean, we leave the house at 10 to go out. 
ain't right. come back home until seven o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? That's what I grew up with. So, any other questions? I mean, for one time in Queens, it was it was a club. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, well, no, no. I was saying one time in Queens was a club called Cafe One. It was the after hour club. So when other club closes at like three or four, that joint's open until it's time for you go to church. <laughs> and like in them clubs, you be down the basement, you see nothing but darkness. And for real, I'm being real. I was when I was in Brooklyn I, back. I'm seeing people come out and make Sunday best. I'm like, damn, that's bad, yo. When I was in high school, I went to visit my aunt and she lived in Brooklyn. Well, she lived in Rosedale, I think. But I went with my cousin. We went somewhere, like you say, some basement. It was hot and disgusting. I loved it. We danced the whole entire time. Uh, you know, you don't care. I mean, I don't know when people care. I don't care how your hair looks. Nothing them like them that. Them the best parties. Best, the best parties. Best parties. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm old. I can't do that. These. Once you get down in the pump, you don't care no more. You better, ah, you do it. No, you don't care. <laughs> I got time. I'm old. Anything else, gentlemen? <laughs> Nah, we good. A good? Well, I want to say thank y'all for coming on. Yo, all you know all thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all get some um, men. Absolutely. Y'all always welcome on either one of my shows at any time. We thank can do this, have a nice conversation. I'll come on y'all's. I'm don't hit me all that music stuff. I'm telling y'all right now. Get some we'll topics together for you. I'm definitely topics ready. But I definitely enjoy Say it again, Sean. We're we going to get some topics ready for you, Miss Earlene. I don't like how you said that. I don't, I don't like how you <laughs> said that. <laughs> get, get so, ready. I'm always ready. Believe me, you cannot catch me off guard ever. Okay. So before y'all Ooh, close it out. Up. Reem, tell us where to find your show when it drops. All those good things. Man, the the best and easiest thing to do is just stay tuned to www.reemsupremeshow.com. Uh, you can find all of our individual social media handles from there. You can watch the show. You can listen to the show. Every to make it real simple. Trust me, what we say, everything is right there. Yes, it is. Thank you all so, so much. I've enjoyed this conversation. I hopefully y'all enjoyed it as well. Oh, okay. We whopping. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Thank y'all so much.